0: What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Land Grant Podcast Network i seventy Football Show. As always, I'm your host Jordan, and I'm here with my co-host Dante. Yo, yo how's it going, man? Uh, it's a, another day, another day. Um, Pretty much. It's been a it's been a weird weekend. Has it been a weird weekend for you? Uh, no, like, I... Sh- uh, it was it's faster than normal
1: usually weekends are fast but it's been a little faster than normal yeah I
0: don't, know. I don't know maybe it's the maybe it's the air quality um, maybe maybe hope everyone in canada is okay it's been like something was just weird this whole weekend it just felt like off it didn't even really feel like a weekend um but you know i'm i'm adding uh i'm adding things to my man card Um, Um, And I have a small piece of advice for anyone who is brave enough to buy a house anytime soon. Um, Drywall. And I know that sounds really, 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 you know, simple. But uh, if you live in Columbus, you know, a lot of these houses were built in the 1900s and some of them have plaster. And plaster is literally the worst thing known to man. I've had to buy so many extra things to try to do things in plaster walls. I've used, I didn't buy both of them. Thank you. But I've used two different stud finders to try to find the studs in the wall and you can't find them because plaster (laughs) has a bunch of wood last behind it. Um, I bought so many things that I didn't need. Like I have tools and I bought things that I wouldn't need normally because you need special things for draw. I, I just bought a concrete bit for my drill because. Yep really, really old plaster binds it's together really and becomes really strong like concrete. Yep. And I didn't realize that. And I was like, this is weird. There are some places in my house where I can just get a nail through really easy, or I can use a regular drill bit, and it's really easy. And then there are other places where I literally can't put a hole. I can't put, um, what's the word? Like, I can't put a hole in the wall just to even start the drilling process. That's not the the word I'm talking about. like I can't pre-drill a hole. That's what I'm trying right, to say. Right, right, right. I can't pre-drill a hole. And yeah, I was talking to the guy. By the way, this was my second store after three trips to Lowe's. So <laughs> it was my fourth time at a hardware store. And he was like, oh yeah, um, you're probably going to need a concrete bit because there are places that, you know, it just hardens if they keep filling it in. It's like, but then also... You might also need a metal bit because sometimes they put metal back there. Like, oh, I, don't remember, I don't remember the name of it, but it's this kind of like, it's this kind of like, I'm going to call it paper. It's like mesh. They put like a metal mesh. And so sometimes if you hit that and note, like you need a metal drill for you need a metal bit for metal concrete for concrete. So like I I, I thought I found the stud. And I don't know how much you know about wood bits, but they're, like, really, really pointy. Yeah. First time I used it, thought I found a stud. It wasn't the stud. I pulled it out. It was burning hot, and it didn't have a point no more. Like, it just wore Ran there. in the meadow. Yeah. Nope. Definitely. Concrete. It was like, Basically, yeah. So, um, all I was trying to do is, like, I paid these guys to hang up my TV, and he was great. And I hit him up, and he didn't hit me back. I don't know if he's in business anymore or whatever. And I'm like, I know how to mount a TV. Also know how to fix the wall if there's an issue. Only reason I wasn't mounting it is one, it's plaster, and two, I don't own this place. So like, I just wanted to be safe. I'd rather pay the money and have a professional right. do it. I so like, that. but as I was like, I need this TV mounted. Bro didn't hit me. I wanted to save money anyway. So I mounted it, and it's up there. But it took me like five hours. Sheesh. To and four trips to the store, and it's oh, only yeah. only I because I. Have only because I have plaster walls, because right. I had the drill, I had the drill, I had everything I needed, but the wood drill bit. Because I have like a, you know, there are different types of um, mounts, but I had a single stud mount. So like ideally, oh, it's yeah. straight up, you put it right into this, into the stud. You don't need drywall bits and any of that kind of stuff. Couldn't find a stud. Still haven't found a stud. So, yeah. Is there even one in there? Right? <laughs> this is like, yeah, you would think, <laughs> I mean, maybe, but hey, who knows? Yeah,
1: that's probably, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, no, plaster's annoying. Plaster's annoying.
0: It's, it's, I, I was literally telling the wife, I was like, because she likes old houses, I was like, I just want to let you know that at this point, we either need one a house that already has drywall or two, a house that is torn down to the studs. Because if we buy a house that is fully finished and I find out it has plaster walls, I'm tearing the walls down. And that is pointless to buy a fully finished house just for me to tear the walls down. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So it's like, when we, when we get to that point in like 15 years, because the housing market sucks and they need to have already tore the walls down and put up drywall or it just needs to be to the studs and we'll do the renovation and pay for what we what we can't so right. um that's probably why the weekend's been weird Cause i spent five hours yeah. right? doing, a, five doing hours.
1: a mounting a tv yeah. which that's is literally
0: little... like if you if you have the tools and to know what you're doing it's like a 10 minute job
1: yeah yeah so five hours in different times <laughs> in the car, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just for a damn TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's crazy.
1: I uh, I touched some grass, so
0: actually, you know look, Look, look. we're getting to that age. We already talked about the grilling. You gotta know, cut grass. You gotta mount your own TVs. Like Wait. I like I imagine. Like what would what would your dad say if you called him and asked him to mount a TV for you? Um. Would he do it or would he make fun of you? Both. <laughs> because he'd be very confused on why I'm
1: not doing it because he knows I can. Okay. I so see. he would be like, why you got me doing this? <laughs> but it, it, he'd, it'd he be both. He would still do it, but he'd, he'd be making fun of me the entire time. That's, and that's... and I, I'd probably still end up doing
0: it anyway. <laughs> he would just watch you do it? Uh, just about. like Because like, he he he'll teach me how to do it instead of actually doing it. Oh, yeah. He's one of those. Yeah. I mean, hey, that's fine. I'm not yeah. mad at that because we're already losing recipes. At least, <laughs> you know, learn how to fix something. Right. Um, although, don't tell anyone on Twitter because men should be <laughs> building houses. Anyways, uh, that's that's how they started my weekend when if you can even call it that, literally thought it was just going to be really quick, just hanging TV up. And it's funny because no. I actually have a second TV I need to mount, but it's going obviously a different wall. So it won't be that big of an issue because last thing about this, cause I'm sure you all care so much about this. My bedroom is over an old fireplace that they bricked up because it's a really old house. Right. So I had to, and luckily it doesn't work anymore because I had to drill through the fireplace <laughs> Um this is not an advertisement for concrete bits, but if you need to drill through <laughs> brick, really old brick, it'll work. Yes, it will. <laughs> you just need um some time. Yeah. Um, some so a good drill, uh, some muscles <laughs> and um patience. Patience. And, and lastly, a vacuum afterwards, because my room was a mess. <laughs> this wall is just regular plaster. It's still shitty, but it's not going to have a, 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 a fireplace, a brick fireplace at that right. uh, behind it. So um, I don't know what I'm going to do that, but uh, the wife is mad at me because um, I won a TV at, like four months ago. And so I'm putting a second TV up in my office so I can watch more football. <laughs> Cause just it's just sitting here. It's just, it's literally just sitting on my floor in the box. And she didn't want a bigger TV in the room because she barely wants a TV in the room. That's one of the few fights I've had to want. Not really a fight, but you know what I mean? I had to get over like we need a TV in the room. Mm-hmm. And then um there's another TV in another room that's a 32-inch where if I was nice, I would put it there. But that's her space and that's her TV, and that's the TV she wanted. So like I give you my TV when you... Not at all. Because I offered to buy you a bigger TV for that space. So now that I want a TV, I'm going to... No. 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 Nah, nah. yeah. Nah. So, yeah, I'm going to have two 50 inches in my... <laughs> 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 in my little ass office on, like, catacorner walls. <laughs> and I'm just going to sit at a diagonal. <laughs> it's the 50 inches. <laughs> Okay. I I, I won the TV. I didn't buy it for this purpose. I feel like you can't judge me because I didn't buy it. But I'm gonna have two fifty inches, and they're gonna be like, because they're on like perpendicular walls, they're gonna be like catagoring to each other. And I have full mounts, so I'm gonna like pull them out and like angle them, and then I'm just gonna sit at an angle where I can see both of them.
1: Yeah. And the disgusting thing about this is he'll probably have two games on each TV (laughs) somehow, and then have his laptop uh, with another game or two.
0: Oh yeah. You want to know why I know this? because that's how we were doing it last
1: year. I was on my TV. My laptop
0: had two games, and my iPad had two games. Yes. So I know <laughs> I'm, it's just gonna allow me to watch an extra game, and you don't even have to wonder how I'm gonna do it. The Big Ten has three streaming services now, and all of their and all of their games are gonna be on their app. So one of my TVs is going to be on YouTube TV, <laughs> maybe two of them, if I really feel like it, because unlimited plan. And then the rest of everything is just going to be on Peacock, CBS Sports, Fox Sports or ESPN Plus, because I have all of them. So <laughs> it's like, I'm going to watch the game. Don't worry. They're all smart TVs. Like, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Oh, my god, like, She's like, that is so ugly. I'm like, listen, that's for you. Because <laughs> well, again when i buy a house in 15 years i'm gonna have three tvs in my man cave like i already have how i want it you know like them like built-ins it was like the three tvs and it's like a big ass like bookshelf like you know yeah. you can build it however you want like that's what i want i want three tvs so like I was, this is just two and i already own two of them we just gotta buy another one all right
1: i told my ex that i was like when i if i ever if that had, had ever happened, and we had got a house together, my man came. I was gonna have three monitors for my gaming setup, and then above those, there's gonna be three
0: TVs. See, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm better because I don't need the gaming setup. So yeah. I'm, you know, it could it could always be worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, was,
1: uh, the Switch, Switch there, PlayStation there, and then my PC. Like I, was, it was gonna be gross.
0: Yeah. Okay. and it's still I'm, be gross. I'm not mad at you, so. Um. I, I just thought. Yeah, oh my god! You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to come over. I'm gonna have yeah. to see this. Yeah, because I don't think you. You've obviously been to the house, but I don't think you've seen my office. Nah. But once I get the TV up, you are have to come over <laughs> and uh, you have to see what this looks like. Because I also still have like my computer set up as well. Because sometimes <laughs> they're
1: gonna look like a bar. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah. <laughs> why not i'm just going to have like six remotes laying around like which which what? tv which tv what are you why didn't i just get one
1: <laughs> no nah, cuz the no cuz you're you going to say fuck it you you ain't even going to use the remote you're going to be like hey google
0: <laughs> turn on turn on everything that's funny cuz i have that and in- Everywhere in my house, (laughs) I have one of those.
1: You thought I I was turning my PlayStation on through my controller? No, Alexa was doing that shit. Come on, we're in 2023.
0: (laughs) Do better. The (laughs) the really sick thing about this, though, and this is the last thing before we actually get into what we have to talk about. The really sick thing about it is on those nights where there's bad games, I'm finally going to be able to play my PlayStation and watch <laughs> football because that's because that used to make me so mad like oh man I'm not really interested in this game and I don't play on the computer so like that was really probably never an issue for you mm-hmm. but like mine is hooked to my TV and it's like this is not the best game but I don't want the PlayStation on the TV and the game on my computer like that kind of takes away from the experience so mm-hmm. I just didn't play my game now I can't <laughs> like mm-hmm. now, you know the sky's the limit so yep. <laughs> This is why this is why I'm getting the three monities. I yeah. can do all that and watch the games. Yeah. See, you're you're really winning. I just don't have the time or patience to learn how to play games on the computer. And everyone I know that plays on the computer says it's so much better, but so much better. This this I'll tell you what I tell everyone. I play video games. I am not a gamer. Fair enough. Like I, I typically only play sports games, and any real gamer will tell you, you can't really, really be a gamer if you only play sports games and other games i almost never buy them unless i've seen a million good reviews and other people i know have played them like i still haven't bought ghost of tsushima and the second one's about to come out and i'm and i'm i'm genuinely interested in that game Yep, I just I keep forgetting to get it. Just keep forgetting to get it. <laughs> I haven't it. bought it yet. I haven't bought Deathloop yet, which I literally, which is from the same people who made Red Dead Redemption. Yep. And people say it's one of the best games ever created. And I'm very mm-hmm. interested in that it game. It's
1: cheap now, too. It was a, um, a PlayStation Plus game not too long ago. Don't I'm tell not mistaken. I, mis- I think I mi- I missed it too, and I was mad. I was just as bad. I think it was a PlayStation Plus game. Oh, it's not, it's definitely been on sale before. Oh.
0: I think there's gonna be a Fourth of July sale, so look out. Yeah, I might do that. I need to buy a um, what's it called? I need to buy a extended hard drive. Yeah, yeah, because um, I had an external one, and then uh, her computer broke, and I had to use it for that to like reset her computer and stuff. Mm. And then, so now I need to buy another one for the game. Yep. So.
1: think thing's not cheap either.
0: Nope, and that's why I don't have one. <laughs> that's exactly why I don't have because
1: I need to get a two terabyte. My one terabyte
0: is, I think, one game away, be- uh, becoming full. And this is how I know I'm not a gamer because I could probably buy one terabyte and be fine. Oh, yeah, especially, be. especially because I repeat games. Like I just downloaded Two K Twenty Thirteen, so I just deleted Two K Twenty Twenty Two. So it's mm-hmm. like. I'm never gonna. I, need I, to, I Well,
1: I do need to remove some games like those, like old Madden's. I don't need those anymore. No I don't need Madden 16 this
0: city, yeah, or whatever I it actually, is. Like, I do I need actually, to remove some stuff. Yeah, I just realized that I had Madden 22 still and I just deleted it. So, but
1: like, I need it gone, gone for real. Like, I'm never <laughs> going to touch 2019. 2K19 is never getting touched. Yeah, I, really I don't know. even know. I don't know. Like, that can go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so um, actually welcome to the I-70 football show where we just spent 15 minutes talking about plaster walls. Um, but you all mm-hmm. still listen, so, you know. Man cave setups. up. Really. There's a reason. No, the man cave setup. I know, like, come on, I know the people on here. There's so, someone is listening to this and they're like, see, I told the wife that they should have let me have multiple TVs. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like that thing, like your friends are having fun and you can't have fun. Right. Like, somebody was punching the air. Or, 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 <laughs> <laughs> or somebody's definitely gonna be like that,
1: uh leo uh that Wolf of Washday mean. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. right there. I told you, told you, see. Yeah. Listen, you Want me to shut up?
0: <laughs> if, if if your wife won't let you have two TVs in a room, just remind her that if you have two TVs, you talk to her less. That's the problem. She doesn't want that. Oh well, maybe y'all don't talk about sports enough because
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what you need to do. <laughs> what... Talk about stuff. You can open up to her, but talk about stuff she really don't care about. Because <laughs> then she's gonna be like, "What size TV you want, babe?" Like. <laughs>
0: So let's get you to stop explaining football to me. We've been together. You want for it to curve? Years. You want it to curve? No, I'm not going to the game with you. <laughs> I don't care about why Lincoln Riley didn't make the playoffs. Right, right. <laughs> why are you keep talking about Northwestern? Well, it's, it's, <laughs> that's funny because I've definitely talked to her about Northwestern. <laughs> Oh, that poor girl! <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be in the middle of like writing my art, uh, like articles, like <laughs> yelling to myself, but to her about how they need to fire the coach because
1: <laughs> because it's, it's like I know for a fact you're not listening, but I am talking to you. <laughs> absolutely,
0: absolutely. If you're in the, if you're in the room, I'm not talking to myself. <laughs> I just know you're not listening, and that's okay. But I am talking to you, yeah. Because like, if there was a fly on the wall, they wouldn't think I was crazy. Because <laughs> say it out loud, but that's you know, I'm 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 sort of talking to you, not really. I'm really just talking to myself out loud via your presence. Yeah, you can even give me a head nod. Let me know. Just make right, me feel a better. Hmm. That's, that's that's crazy. That's interesting, honey. <laughs> no, you can't throw the honey on the end. That feels passive aggressive. Like that feels like a what's the word? It's the, it's the word. it's not demeaning. It's a uh, it feels like belittling. That's that oh, cool, like come on now, now nah, it's disrespectful. You could have just said you weren't interested. <laughs> like, you look. Wait, what you
1: you ain't have to say, honey? Yeah, come yeah. on now. We all know you wasn't listening.
0: It's like go play with your little trains, honey. Like come on. <laughs> okay, patronize me. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. I said belittling works, but it's really patronizing. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, okay, so okay. we're here to talk about the Big Ten. We are going to continue our conversation about the new media deal. Well, not the new media deal. The new. Uh, FP scheduling model. We're not gonna give you all the details. There's been a million things about that. What we're actually gonna talk about today is we're going to rank our top ten games from 24 and 25 that we're most excited to see. Um, that's the benefit. That's the beauty of having the schedule two years out. You get to be if you're sickos like us, you get to be <laughs> excited about games that are gonna come in the future. Um, you get to kind For of years like from now. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah, so. You know that's that's how we that's how we rock on. I seven football show. Especially since um, we've been
1: talking about these, we've been talking about these games
0: for a minute. Like we've been excited honestly. for issue USC and stuff for like three years now. Yeah, honestly, but it's cool. It's all right. So the excitement's not gonna wane until twenty two. I mean, twenty twenty four is gonna be like a fever dream because it's like every week it's gonna be like this is USC's first time playing blank. This is USC's first time. UCLA's first time playing blank. Such as such US- is going out to L.A. and playing in the US- Rose bowl. USC hasn't played a hasn't played a Big Ten team once. I mean, yeah, they like, the, but like, not as a member of the conference. And, well, of course not. Yeah, you know. yeah. but yeah. I, I would. Now, my thing is the reason why I ask that because I wouldn't be surprised if either team there, hasn't. So there are probably some teams they've never played. Yeah, and then, and then there are others, they probably played like once or twice, but it was in like the 30s in like a bowl game or something like That's that, what, yeah. so like no recent history and stuff like that, so there's still a, a lot of reasons to be excited um, about this, and this is what this podcast is, and we're in a part of the summer where we're not quite ready for our previews, but we're needing things to talk about, so... But I don't know. I think if you are like us, you're going to be interested in this because I've seen a lot of conversation about it, both positively and negatively. People complaining about games and wanting this and and, and different stuff like that. So obviously it's still good content. It's still something that people are interested in. So we each came up with our own 10. We are going to go from 10 to 1 um and looking through this we have some similar games but none of them are in the same spot oh no! so it's actually going to be like sometimes it's like okay like why did we even do this we should have just done a joint list and this one's actually a little bit different so uh do you want to go first what is your uh your tenth the what is the game you're most excited for? How did you say the 10th
1: game you're most excited for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the 10th spot. Yeah, at the 10th spot. At that's the 10th spot. I'm going uh, Iowa versus USC. And now Jordan already said that it's sick to have an Iowa game on here. But hear me out. It's because it's Iowa. That's why I'm excited. Because it's, I, we've seen Iowa against the, the – Good teams in the big team they usually they usually fold under the pressure. Michigan blew them out, Ohio State usually blows them out, even Penn State beats them. So I wanted to see how Iowa would fare against a, another big name school that's new to the conference. and that we get to see that next year. and like you, you know with with Iowa's terrible offense, but great defense, I wanted to see how it would look against a, a team that very high-powered offense, and throwing the ball everywhere, and of course, because you know, it just it gives me more reason
0: to say like everybody on that coaching staff should be fired. You getting beat up, <laughs> you get beat up from the new guys? Yeah. Like, come on now, <laughs> which which is gonna happen? That's a that is a sick sick choice, and I want you all to remember mm-hmm. that Dante is almost always the person that brings up Iowa when it comes to on the field. I'll bring them up for off the field things because I enjoy hating on them. And I just think they're a terrible institution, not like collegiate institution. I mean, institution as in like business type, you know, all yeah, the processes yeah. and that kind of stuff. I'm sure that they're a good school, um, like academically. But um, yeah, I just want y'all to remember that Dante's the one that that brings up Iowa. I will say this though: I think offense, their their defense versus USC's offense is gonna it's just be the Ohio State game. Now, where I do think this is interesting though, despite the fact that their offense is going to be terrible, mm-hmm. all of the teams that you just mentioned are going to have better defenses than USC. Of course. So I wonder if Iowa can score like that's also one points and be enough to win.
1: That's also what I'm because I, I want to see how stifling the defense can be against USC and if if USC's defense would be so terrible that Iowa's offense looks good or Iowa's offense is so terrible it makes USC's defense look
0: good. Yeah. My money's on the ladder. I would never pick an Iowa in this moment, but I I do think that that's a fair one. That's going to be interesting. And honestly, there's going to be – I'm sure you all are prepared for this. There's going to be a lot of USC on here because the most interesting thing about USC being in the Big Ten is them playing Big Ten schools. Because it's different. I mean, like, yeah. and I'm going to get to this in one of mine, but who does USC struggle the most with? It's Utah, and Utah yep. is a Big Ten school. They play like half of the Big Ten, and so that is going to be. And I, I'm going to always that point sees out.
1: one. Always sees one in that Rose Bowl game, whether they win or lose.
0: They play them really good. Yep, and so. Uh, I think they're 0 for 3 in the last three times they played Utah. So I think they lost last year. And then I, I, I think yeah. they lost twice two years ago. Yeah. So they're either 0 and 3 or they're 1 and 4. I, I can't remember how many times they played, but they've lost more than they've won. I know that for sure. Um, okay, so my number 10 game is OSU Illinois. Um, the Illibuck is one of those like random ass trophies that it seems like a lot of people don't care about. But it is—it's a big ass fuck. Sorry, it's a big ass freaking turtle. Like, no, I was right the first time. It's a big like you got it. It's a big ass turtle. It's cool. They played over a hundred times, and I know the part of the reason people don't care about it is Illinois hasn't been as good recently. And I know part of the reason people don't care about it is that the Big Ten has like um, de-emphasized it because anytime they've um. Anytime they've, like, got new divisions and things like that, Illinois and Ohio State haven't really been in the same division, and that's a game that they sacrifice a lot. Maybe. But Ohio State, they've won the series a lot. But it's not as bad as you would think, in my opinion. Like, Ohio State has much worse against other people. Ohio State all-time is 68-30-4. and four. That's not good, right? Like, of course it's not. But, like, how many teams can you say has beaten Ohio State 30 times? Um like it's not a rivalry, but it's just a
1: fun I'm only thing maybe series. I would only say besides them, two other teams, maybe Penn State
0: and Michigan. Like Penn State yes. definitely hasn't beaten them 30 times. That would be so, the only
1: other school I would think of besides yeah. Michigan.
0: Like it's it's not competitive. I'm not trying to say it is, and a decent amount of Illinois wins came in the early part of the series. But it's just a, it's a, it's a fun, ugly-looking trophy that is super heavy. It's just a weird historic matchup, and the games are fun. Like I don't know, I just want to see it. I just like bring the book back, even if Ohio State beats them by hundred. But also. Ohio State is better. I mean, Illinois is getting better, and that's get like Ohio State should still win. But that's also, in my opinion, going to make the game interesting. I'm not going to say it's one of the best games of the season. It's just as an Ohio State fan, that's one of those like weird little like trophy games that I care about. I like the Illabuck. They haven't played it since 2017, so when they play in 2020, wow. yeah, when they play in 2024, it'll be the first time in seven years. Seven years like, that's what I want to the game. Yeah. So. Yeah. um what's in your nine spot my
1: number nine another one that might throw people off ucla versus Purdue in 2025. uh it's um it's like uh it's one of those matchups that can sneakily be good probably really high powered offense or high scoring And, and and that's just and because they're both like middle of the pack type of schools and um, where I'm used to u- UCLA can put up some m- numbers and I've been watching the big team like, closely now for the past few four years and Purdue can throw up 40 points whenever. So I think that is num- I'm going with that one because it can be one of the most exciting games on the uh, on the big team schedule.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I think that has a chance to be like uh, Purdue Penn State last year. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's like that, that's going to be a really entertaining game. Um, my number nine is UCLA, Michigan in 2024. First of all, that's just always a really fun, like uniform matchup, something that's uniquely, you know, college football. Like, obviously everyone cares about uniforms, but, you know, with 133 teams, there's so many different like random uniform combinations. And they have some of the most like classic, kind of old timey, but still kind of cool looking uniforms. Um, You know, they're they're not going to just change their uniform. Like they may change company and things like that, but you know, you know what UCLA's uniform looks like. You know what Michigan's uniform looks like. But also, um, probably this year, but absolutely in 2024, UCLA's starting quarterback is going to be Dante Moore. And Dante Moore is from Detroit, and Michigan wanted him bad. I mean, everyone did because he's a five-star quarterback. But he's a five-star quarterback in the state of Michigan. Michigan wanted him bad, and they yeah. did not get him clearly. Um, and so that is also going to provide some intrigue, uh, as well as UCLA, which I think UCLA and Michigan have played recently, probably. But um, you know, just so many fun things. I Kelly, remember. Um, you know, Chip Kelly versus Jim Harbaugh in a style class. The only like. Two guys who were good in college and, and medium ish in the NFL for Chip Kelly. But um, I think Chip Kelly would have been more successful in the NFL if he wasn't also the GM. I think that's a lot on yeah. a rookie head coach. I, I I think he was a little, that was a coach on him. He didn't need yeah. to do that. Um, but like, you know, you could chew. Exactly. And then you put in the, uh, you put in. Dante Moore and that kind of stuff. You you put in two teams who both enjoy running the ball, but it's two totally different styles. Yeah, like totally. I think people forget that, like because it because his style was that like really fast and that kind of stuff. The spread people, I think revisionist history and assume that Chip Kelly's a passing guy and he's not. No, he can't. runs he, the ball. He'll, he'll run the ball for these arms. It just. Yeah. It just he, he'll, looks different. He'll, yeah, he'll do it forty times in forty seconds. Yeah, so um, yeah, I think that's going to be a really fun game for a lot of different mm-hmm. reasons.
1: God. <laughs> my number eight, my number eight game is that game that you just said for your number nine, and all actually all for the exact same reasons. Just Chip Kelly versus John Harwell is going to be fun. And it's a new Michigan against one of the uh, new schools
0: in the conference. So, yep. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Honestly. Um. So my number eight is it's a game we're actually going to see this year, but I think it's going to be better next year because both of the teams are going to be in their second year and they should have better identities. But. I like Wisconsin, Nebraska. Like all 10 of these could can't be just include USC and UCLA. And every year there are good games in the Big Ten that are just regular Big Ten teams. So I right. wanted to make sure that I included some of those. And I just think that's interesting because I think it's going to be hard for both of them to be really good with their new coaches, especially with the other teams coming in and, you know, having to play uh, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan more and, and things like that but I think they both hired good coaches who realistically could make them both better and could, you know, like I wouldn't be surprised Mm -hmm. under Matt rule, especially in a 12 team playoff. If some year under Matt rule, Nebraska makes the playoff, right? I don't, I I don't think they'll ever win the big 10. I just think there's too many good teams, but like I could see them making the playoffs at like the 10, 11, 12 seed at nine and three one year. That's like, that's absolutely going to happen with Wisconsin. That's almost a, a guarantee. Luke Fickle is a really good coach. And so I think they have the chance with their new coaches to be the powers of what used to be the West if we were still in, you know, if we were still in mm-hmm. the right. And so seeing them play mm-hmm. in their second year, I think is going to be interesting. I think it's going to be interesting this year, but I think, you know, we should temper expectations for both of them because they're instituting new schemes and new coaches and new players and transfers and, and all that kind of stuff. Right.
1: And like you said about the coaching, I think they both fired, fired, hired coaches that fit the big 10 and fit those schools perfectly. So it'd yeah. be fun to watch. Um, We have the same seven. Do we? Did I miss that? Mm-hmm. Oh, we do. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, seven, uh, I have OSU, Penn State. Um, I think that's self-explanatory. Yeah. <clears> throat> and throat> and I, I, I we have the exact same reason, too, because they get a break from each other.
0: Yeah, and I think that like the game is always interesting. Yeah, but like I wonder what it's gonna look like when they don't have to play every year, and mm-hmm. you don't have this like intense focus. Because like I doubt it, but like you know, there's always a chance. Like, what if the what if you know the um, what if the hype around the game kind of wears off because you don't need to beat Ohio State to win the East, right? Like, right. what if you know? I mean, it's 2025, right? So, what if Penn State, who doesn't play Ohio State in 24, what if they make the playoff for the first time in the first playoff, which is very likely? And they didn't have to go through Ohio state. And yeah. obviously you're not going to forget about them. Ohio state's in the conference, but it's just interesting. Like it's interesting to see how that game is when you don't have to beat Ohio state to make the playoffs. You obviously need to beat them to win the big 10, but you don't need to beat them to, to make the playoffs. Um, and does that kind of change the, the level of the game? And I don't think it changes that changes the hype per se, but yeah, first time, you know, after some time off and, the first time, you know, where they don't need to beat Ohio State for to to reach any of their goals. Um, right. So no, uh, yeah, same.
1: Way. I go with that. That's a good. That's gonna be a really good game, and it's just a classic. Either each time, just about. So. Uh, number six for me, I have Wisconsin, Penn State, and I. Uh, my reasoning for that is just to see. Um, I th- again, I think Penn State's going to be one of the top teams in the country next year, and I think Wisconsin's going to be on the up, up and coming. And just to see two powerhouses, two teams that seem to be very similar, go against each other again because I think they have before, and it, it was a close game. And uh, I just, it's one of those games where it's just, uh, in my eyes, it's just, it, it. I can't really describe why, but I'm just interested, in it. and I'm a lot more interested in that game than like some of the games I mentioned before.
0: Yeah, um, I think that's fair. I think one thing that's kind of interesting is, um, like, a lot of people are picking 2023 to be Penn State's year, and I think that's a year early. Really? Because 20, yeah, because 2024, if Drew Aller's good, and I'm still not convinced he is, but if he's good, that's going to be his second year as a starter. Mm-hmm. And except in very rare cases, you're always better the next year. You're like, you're always better. Like, unless, you know, you had, like, a Caleb Williams-Heisman-type run where, like, you just can't do better than that. Like, that right. does happen. But even still, you're a better quarterback, typically, or a better wide receiver or a better whatever. You know the game, you game better. You just don't always put up the same numbers because it's, it, numbers are hard to recreate. Yeah. But, like, so. It's more
1: about changing, like, the turnovers and cutting those down and stuff Yeah. Like that, like,
0: understanding the game more. Right. And just like making those you didn't make before and and different things, like all that kind of stuff. And so I think that if Pence, if Drew Allen is what he's going to be right? The best version of Penn state is going to be 24 when he's mm. in his second year. And when, if somehow they keep both of the running backs, both of those running backs are in their third year and more time, like maybe by that time they actually find a wide receiver. Cause they still don't have one. And I like Dante Cephas, but you know, we're not talking about 23, but Dante Cephas isn't going to be there in 24. And maybe, you know, they know. developed a better passing attack and their linebacker Abdul Carter is going to be in his third year. Like, I think that is going to be if Penn State is a power, I think 24 would be the year that it is. Not so much this year, because this year you're relying on a bunch of second year players to be the best players on your team. And some of them haven't done it or they've shown it, but they've shown it around senior leadership. And it's different when you are the leadership. Right. Right. So I think, yeah, I think that's going to be a good game. 24, Um USC Wisconsin and similar to the last thing we just said about the Wisconsin game them in their second year with Luke Fickle second year in the defense second year in the offense changes um, they won't have Braylon Allen anymore which is uh-uh. unfortunate but yeah. still uh, I think that's going to be a good game Yeah. so that was six my six is Illinois <laughs> UCLA and I don't know maybe i just maybe I just really like Illinois. Maybe I don't actually have a reason for this. I just think this is going to be a good game. I think, like, i different teams in different levels, but, like, I, this, thinking of this game reminds me of Illinois-Michigan this year with, yes. like, the, the running, like, two teams that like to run. Mm-hmm. And there's a very real chance that it's totally different and that – UCLA totally changes their offense because of Dante Moore of how good True. he he could be at quarterback, right?
1: Or um or um <clears throat> um um was it Minnesota Purdue or Illinois Purdue where it came down to the wire?
0: That uh Purdue, Minnesota, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. But exactly. that game was
0: ugly because they were missing a run. It was a good game, but it was kinda like a yeah, but I think it it it's it's right? it'll be something like that where it comes down to the wire. That's I get, that's what I see. It's yeah, excitement there. And I, I, you know, you and Chris laughed at me when I said this, but I'm still a little old school with football. People that listen to this know it. And this is going to be two well designed running games like, yeah. not just two teams that run, two well designed, right? Like, two coaches and, and things who specialize in running. And, and like, it's, I think that's going to be very interesting. I think, um, I mean, Yeah, I I think. And I think that in the future of the Big Ten, I could see Illinois and UCLA kind of being on the same level, like teams that if things break for them, they could get an eight and four occasionally. But and I don't think that they're going to be fighting for six and six. But like they're going to be in that six and six to seven and five, maybe nine and three on a really good year with a really good quarterback. But I mean, the Big Ten's going to get harder, and so yeah. you know expectations have to change for a lot of these teams. And UCLA isn't killing it currently in the Pac-12, so I, I think that you know them and Illinois could be kind of on a similar tier when things shake out. I um, think that'll be a fun game.
1: Yeah. I um I have that game at my five, and I think another reason for why is because of course um I, I like what Illinois is doing,
0: but that would be Brett's uh what fourth year, fourth or fifth year coaching him? Yes, because this is last year was two. 23 is three, three
1: so it'll be, be the fourth year. That's that means some of these seniors have been with him for would have been with him for four years. There'll be transfers, of course, and things like that, but. That, i think that'll be the year he has the, the culture has been established because you've had players that's been under you for several years now so uh, that's why i also think it'd be interesting to see how they turn out against the new team in the conference do you set dominance and go like yeah you're you're supposed to be us but we're definitely better or you know maybe you slip up and lose thecla so one of those that's that's where i'm going with that one
0: yeah, and I think a lot of the stuff with UCLA is, like, you just really don't know what they're going to be and how they're going to translate. Like, it's easy to say they're not killing them in the Pac-12, the Big Ten is a harder conference, but, like, Chip Kelly – I mean, the biggest problem with Chip Kelly is he doesn't like to recruit, even though with his offense and things like that, he could be good at it. Yeah. But also, like, not that they ha- ha- <clears throat> necessarily have a Big Ten style – But I could see UCLA meshing into how the Big Ten plays football um, with obviously some, like, added wrinkles and stuff like that. Um, And the one thing that we haven't talked about is the Pac-12 typically has pretty good offenses and pretty good quarterbacks, and the Big Ten hasn't, Like, right? Like, we talk about how bad the quarterbacks are all the time. So I can't say I'm predicting this, but, like, what if UCLA is better in the Big Ten than in the Pac-12 because they don't have to. They have to face a different level of passing offense. It, it, anything's possible. So, like again, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm predicting that. And there's a good chance that UCLA is just a scrub and wins two games. But like, I think that there's a chance, like, that this could be more interesting than people, including us are giving it credit for because we we tend to focus most on USC and view, you know, kind of view UCLA as like the little brother who got invited because who didn't get invited, but mom said you can only go to your friend's house if you take your yeah, brother. right. So which is yeah. probably a little unfair to you UCLA. Um it is, but, it is. yeah. Um, so okay that was your five? Yeah. Okay, so my five is Wisconsin-USC. And, I one, that is a major style clash. And yep. I told you I was going to bring this point up later. This is my Utah point. Wisconsin plays the most like Utah, especially at the same level of talent, right? Like, Iowa kind of plays like Utah, but they don't have that level of talent. Illinois kind of plays like Utah, but... They had they haven't had that level of talent, and we don't like we're we still think that you know they're gonna be good, but you know they haven't shown that Utah is consistently good. I mean, Utah and Wisconsin are the same team. They're strong on the lines. They have a quarterback who is typically uh, when Wisconsin is working. Like I mean, Utah's quarterback now is like a, a lesser version of Russell Wilson. Like kind of he's a really tough runner. He can make certain throws, but I mean. Russ was obviously good league, but whatever, but like they, they both teams are really strong linebacking teams. Like that's kind of um, their focus. And then tight ends, um, you know, there's minor differences. Wisconsin is more, much more built on the run and, and Utah is much more built on tight ends. Right. You know, it's not a one for one comparison, but those are the most similar. And which is the team that USC has the biggest trouble with. It's, utah like we already said it they are 0 for 3 or 1 for 4 in their last couple times playing and that is with caleb williams right like that's under lincoln riley right like like some of those losses and so um i think i think that's really gonna be a a really fun game
1: yeah i think next to like ohio state and michigan and even Penn State was I think Wisconsin probably would be their toughest matchup next to next to probably uh Ohio State.
0: Yeah. And like that's also the that's the USC test, right? Like the big test because here's the thing. If USC wants to be what they were, you have to be able to beat Wisconsin. You can take losing to Ohio State here and there if it's competitive and you get some wins. You can take losing to this version of Michigan here and there if it's competitive and you get some wins. But if they want to be what they are now and they want to be this team that can compete for national championships and things like that, Wisconsin's the bar. When's the last time Ohio State's lost to Wisconsin? When's the last time Michigan's lost to Wisconsin? It's just like the thing that we see in the divisions: Ohio State and you, Ohio State, and Michigan are better than every team in the West. And so when you get to the Big Ten conference game, they blow them out. Yeah. USC needs to like again. There's no divisions, but that's what they need to. That's the bar they need to meet. They need to meet the bar where if they were in the East and if they won the East. They would beat every and it would beat anyone who came from the West. It didn't matter who it was, you knew that that was going to be a blowout because that, like, they're just that much dominant. And if they're not there, which it's hard to say that they are, that's going to be interesting. So, Wisconsin's going to be that test to see. And this is in Austin 25. Well, yeah, that's in 25. it's still gonna be a good test because like that's gonna be their second year in the conference. So maybe they get busted in the mouth, or maybe they're really good because oh, they won't have Caleb Williams their first year. Yeah, I mean they, 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 this is gonna be fun in a lot in a lot of various ways and for a lot of different reasons. But Wisconsin is the yeah, bar I was about to say he should be up to Yeah, he's gonna be in the draft this year for sure. Yeah, that's what um, I'm, yeah, yeah. But like Wisconsin's the bar, you have to be better than Wisconsin. And at if least, you're not, yeah. At least if, if you're not, do you start to regret not staying in the Pac-12? I mean, probably not because you're largely there for the money. But like, do you, if you can't beat Wisconsin, well, hey, eat, just like Rutgers and what's the name? Be here, and get paid. Yeah, but it's different because U- USC was good before they came. They were <laughs> okay. wasn't. They were um, okay.
1: They were okay. USC. USC just had a name for the longest. They were doing okay. They weren't good. They were okay. Well, they weren't good recently
0: because their coach was bad, but they were they've been good in their history. And the expectation is that they it's will be no under Lincoln Riley.
1: It's been a while since they've been good. Like they they do have a history, but it has been a
0: while. Yeah, but the history doesn't matter when you bring in Lincoln Riley and you and you have and you have his recruiting and offense and, and that kind of stuff. Like that's, that's what makes it like no one's going to be like, oh, they lost to Wisconsin, but they did just have whatever that guy's name was. So they haven't been good. No, they're going to be like Lincoln Riley is supposed to be True. one of the best coaches in the country. And they have a Heisman winner at quarterback and they can't beat Wisconsin. Like, that's what's going to be. And I can't remember his name, but they have a really good recruit from California. That's supposed to play after Caleb Williams. Like he was, he was like, you know, everyone talked about Caleb Williams cause he was on a roster, but right. this dude committed to Oklahoma and then. And then changed and, his mind. Yeah. But it's funny hey. because we all knew he was going to do that because he was from California. So yeah. like, did you think he was going to be like, Oh, so I'm from California. I was going to go to mm-hmm. Oklahoma to play for Lincoln Riley. Now I'm going to get to play in my backyard for the same coach. Yeah, I can't no, I can't no, think no. of his name, but he's a five-star quarterback um, uh, who's going to take over for Caleb when Caleb's done. Yeah. So, yeah, my five, Wisconsin, USC. I bet Okay, before we get in the top four, let's take a quick break because we do have to do those, yeah. and then we will come back and we'll finish out the top four. We probably should have done it before we did the top five, but I didn't think about it. So uh, we will be right back. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Linger Podcast Network football Show. Um, we are here to talk about our favorite games in 24 and 25. Um, obviously you've been listening to the show because I doubt you just skipped to 49 minutes, although maybe you <laughs> maybe you're sick of you know, maybe you <laughs> thought we yeah. first talked about nothing, which is fair. I mean, I could not be mad at you. We did spend 15 minutes talking about nothing, um, which is typical for us. Um, So, top four. Yes. Uh, You want to start, or we just keep going how we were going? No, keep going. You got
1: it. Okay. My number four is Illinois versus OSU, Um, and this kind of the same reasons for Illinois versus UCLA, Uh, but again, it's a bigger test because it's OSU. I think it would be a great test. You mean USC?
0: or Illinois. Uh, Illinois. Oh no, you do have Illinois. Okay, sorry.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Illinois. Because um, again, this would be fourth year. That'll be the 40th, the 24th. Yeah, it'll be the fourth year Illinois has had Brett. Uh, those players been with his uh, under him that long. Uh, see how um how you fare against OSU. Uh, whether it's a blowout or you you keep it close. And I think this is one of the sneaky games. That OSU needs to pay attention to in 2024. I think, um, out of all the teams, like, they, they, of course, you got to look out for uh, Penn State if you're, you don't play Penn State, um, uh, Michigan, and things like that. But I think Illinois can be one of those uh, sneaky teams that could come in and either punch you in the mouth and have you a little uh, sore going into the next game, or you just lose. And I think and I, I want to see Illinois be able to do something to that, to come in and uh, finally take a game from somebody. And Who's better than OSU?
0: Right. And, I mean, we keep bringing it up because it was a great game, the Illinois-Michigan game, where Illinois should have won. Yep. Should have won. The, the difference with that game is they play the same style. So, mm-hmm. it's easier, even if the team is good, and obviously that team beat Ohio State two years in a row, it's easier to defend yourself than it is yep. to defend someone totally different. Like, yeah. when you go against Michigan, it's like, oh, we have to face Blake Corum, but we have Chase Brown. And we can argue about which one's better. We're not going yep. to. Like, that's not why we're here. But it's like, oh, we have to face Blake Corum, but we see Chase Brown in practice every day. Right? Every day. But yep you don't see insert Ohio State quarterback or insert Marvin Harrison. Obviously it's 24. He won't be there, but insert Marvin Harrison Jr. and Carnell Tate and Jacket Smith and Jigba and Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson and all of those guys. So it is still, and I mean, I'm, this game was on my list. It wasn't this high, but it was on my list. So obviously there's mm-hmm. no disagreement there, but um, it is going to be interesting because I think year four, and you brought it up because you've had him on here a couple of times. Year four is going to define what Illinois is. Yep. What is la- what the last two years of fluke, and they're actually going to be that six and six, seven and five, or do they actually have a chance to reach up higher right. under Brett Bieloma? And they're going to be one of the teams that I'm interested in because they're one of the teams I don't know where they're going to fall, right? Like, I know where Northwestern is going to fall, I know where Rutgers is going to fall, I have a pretty good idea where I was going to fall, and some of these other teams with the the lack yeah. of – but Illinois it's like I don't know, man. Brett Bielema has he's done some things that make me kind of question, like how I, out of the West, coach. I think he's the best coach. So, so man, that's hard to say. I I based on last year, I would agree. I don't think he's a better coach than Luke Fickle. So, like, that's going to be the hard part. Okay, but like and going to the, future, I think later, I think I think he is, but we'll see. Okay, I'm, we're not going to argue that today. Yeah. Uh, have we done our coaching ranking yet? Did we do that? No. Okay, I've been waiting on that because I was trying to figure out when I wanted to get fired up about firing coaches. <laughs> that is a show we did last year and a show that we should do again, and that yeah. is when we can have that conversation because oh, that's it's a conversation that must be had. Um, and I like to talk about firing coaches. It's been a while. I feel like I'm missing something in my life. I haven't. no. You know, no. I think every. Show right.
1: I, th- I think once a week you definitely say that Iowa should fire somebody. Okay, no, I, uh, and then I definitely not, bring up Northwestern that's, that's, that's not enough.
0: We haven't dedicated a whole show to it. That's no, true. it's just I'm missing something in my life. I'm missing. <laughs> okay, so you're you just did your four. My four, <clears throat> Penn State USC, right? Um and first of all, fun uniform matchup. Again, kind of really classic uniforms, uniforms that will never change. Penn State's, I mean, again, they may change from Nike to Under Armour to Adidas or whatever, but their uniforms going to stay the same. And you know what it is. They're not going to have names on the back of the jersey. If, you, like, if, you, if you're more than a casual, anytime you see that helmet, you know who it is. Same with USC uniform. I think that's just interesting, right, with some of these teams. But then also kind of similar to the Wisconsin thing, but also for Penn State, like, Penn State can't beat Ohio State and Michigan currently. We know that. But can they beat USC? Because USC has the offense, but they don't have the defense No. that Ohio State and Michigan typically have. I understand Ohio State's defense has been great recently, but it's been better than USC's. <laughs> so- That's very true. It's like, Very true. It's like where does Penn State fit into this hierarchy? And the, car, again, currently, because four, five, ten, whatever years, things can change. But entering 2024, because I don't think they're going to come in as the best team in the conference. USC is the biggest challenger to Penn State's claim as the third best team in the conference. And yeah. the Big Ten is not always going to get four teams in. I think more years than not, they'll have three teams in. Just if I'm being completely honest, I think that the winner and the loser of the conference championship game is almost always going to be guaranteed to get in because they're going to be 11 and 1. They're going to be 12 and 0, 11 and 1, or 10 and 2. So I think most times the winner and loser of the conference game is almost guaranteed to get in. There's going to be a decent amount of years where a third team is going to get in. There's not going to be as many years where a fourth team gets in. So does Penn State have the same problem they used to have where they get blocked from the playoff because they're one spot too too bad? Or that doesn't sound right. Um, (laughs) And the the pecking order of the conference, they're one spot too low. They just have one one L too many, <clears throat> right? And so now it's not Ohio State, Michigan that's stopping them. It's Ohio State, Penn, Michigan, and USC stopping right. them. And then again, they're going to get in more because there are absolutely going to be some years where there's going to be four teams in the Big Ten in right. That that's not going to surprise me. But it's not going to be every year. Just probably yeah. not going to be every other year. Yeah. And so the biggest threat to Penn I State right I now is it'd be, it'll
1: be it be its it'll be more likely to be two than three. So.
0: So I think it's going to be three more years than not. It, it's oh, yeah. just like I think the Big Ten and and SEC are going to have six of the twelve almost every year, and oh, then okay. and then okay. the and then the way the rest of it falls out is going to be based on how good other you know teams right. are and right. and things like that. I don't know if it'll be every year, but like if we did it for ten years, I would I'm comfortable saying seven or eight of the ten the Big Ten is going to have three teams in. When you put it that way. Because if you yeah. think about it last year, Ohio, Michigan was 12-0. and
1: Yeah.
0: Ohio State was 11-1. Penn State was 10-2. and When they did the projections of a 12-team playoff, all three of them were in there. Yeah. And th- they were just playing each other. <laughs> like, right? You're going to have some years where Ohio State and Michigan are 11-1 because they didn't play each other and they got to the feast on other people. And then the right. winner is 12-0. and And so you have 12-0 and and two 11-1s. And so – I think, and then you throw in USC, and you know, so I think more years than not, it's going to be three. Okay. And I think it's going to be the same thing for the SEC. I think I the SEC had three teams in the last year, maybe four. They could have. They could maybe have
1: because Georgia, Georgia, oh, uh, LSU. Alabama,
0: Georgia, LSU, and Alabama. I th- no, 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 no. I think it was Georgia, LSU, and no, they made Alabama. Have had four. Alabama would have made it in.
1: I think Alabama f-
0: only lost one game, or they lost two. They lost two, but that's still ten and two. They would have made it yeah. in. And they may have had four last year, because they may have also had Tennessee. Tennessee was ten and two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe I don't remember. They, they did. People did a whole bunch of mocks. That that doesn't really yeah. matter. Yeah, but like, but the, you might be right. That might have been four and three. There goes seven spots. Right, so, <laughs> 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 oh my God, yeah, that's crazy, and that's what it, I mean. That's what it's gonna be. <laughs> like, <it's> just, truthfully, <laughs> that's, that's what it's gonna be. So, um, USC is the biggest, you know, threat to Penn State, and, and what they think they're gonna be in this new, you know, right. setup. So, it's my three.
1: I, I'm not mad at that one. Uh, my next, my next three are going to be very easy to explain. Um, but they are still the most exciting I want to see. So my number three game is Michigan USC, and I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, again, bigger the one of the bigger biggest names coming into the Big Ten in recent history, going against one one of the bigger biggest names in the country and in the Big Ten in Michigan, and uh, given that's going to be a big test for USC to start the year to start their first year in the Big Ten. You got to face. You gotta face Michigan and I think they face Penn State as well in the same year. And I think Michigan USC is gonna be my favorite. And I think also because I think Michigan has the better chance of being the big t- coming off a big ten championship again for the third year in a row. So they'll be the bigger they'll be the big dogs as well. Coming in to see who to, to see who the new bully coming in.
0: Yeah, um, I have that one a little higher, so mm-hmm. I will save my thoughts on that one for when, when I get there. But uh, I agree with everything that you said. Yeah. So my three is Ohio State, Michigan, and it it actually perfectly tails into what you just said because mm-hmm. does Michigan win again for three years, in a row? three years in a row? And I'm not convinced that if they lose again this year, they fire Ryan Day. But I'm very convinced if he you loses- sure. I you said I'm not... he goes three and up. He goes zero and three in the past three years. He ain't gone. I... Listen, I said I'm not convinced that they will, and it's because I've seen some things that the AD has said, and mm. like okay.
1: now it's,
0: it's one of those things where now
1: do you think you think they'll be pressured by friends,
0: by fans? Because I think fans will definitely want him gone. Well, yeah, fans opinion. already want him gone. but fans don't make the decision. So I I think that the AD, especially if it's more competitive, can convince himself of some positives as he's, Already tried to do, especially again. Damn, are we gonna you know, like start giving been, Ryan Day the Jim Harbaugh treatment? He's been he's been saved he's with still, still making
1: eleven games.
0: Well, that games. and unlike the Jim Harbaugh thing, Jim Harbaugh wasn't making the playoffs. He's made the playoffs three of his four years or something like that. So there, and he's like forty four and six total. So two of those losses are to Michigan, yes, but like. It's, it's harder for the school to fire him than it is for fans because you're firing a coach that's 44-6, and six, averages the number two or three recruiting class, makes the playoffs three out of every four years, and is just struggling in a Michigan, like Michigan at the top that it's been in a very long time. But and saying all of that, if he loses three in a row, he's absolutely getting fired if he loses four. Like they they can maybe talk themselves out of it this year. I don't think they can talk themselves out of it,
1: especially no, not, especially not
0: doing, right? then with when USC we, being in the in there. You, in once you start, once
1: off. you start having seniors talk about, I've never been. I you. don't think.
0: Yeah, I don't think yeah, that they can stomach gone. that. It'll and so that I think is going to be so. And then on the flip side, right? If OSU wins this year going into next year. I don't, I want to be, cl- I, cause I don't want you to argue with me. I want to be clear. I'm, I'm, this is not my opinion. So, you know, in like UFC, right? UFC, mm-hmm. you're not mm-hmm. the champion until you defend the belt, Right. Obviously Michigan's defended, the, defended the belt, right? They won twice, but right. there's a slight like inferiority complex with Michigan fans and certain things like that, because they didn't win for so long. So like in Ohio state fans are assholes. If, if, Ohio State wins this year, and then they win again next year. Then does it become okay? You got lucky to have two, but you couldn't sustain it. They won in twenty four, and then do they win in twenty five? And then it spirals again, and then it's like Ohio State's won eight of the last ten. Sure, yeah. they won two in a row, but then Ohio State went and won eight, which is what, it, what it, which is what has been recently. So, I, and and then the last thing about it is this is going to be the first year where there's the potential for them to play back-to-back weeks. If they go into this 11-0, win or or lose, they're most likely going to play again in the conference championship for the first time ever in back-to-back weeks. So I just think that there's a lot of interesting story. There's going to be so much in that game. Ryan Day trying to stop losing for the fourth time in a row, or Jim Harbaugh trying to get back, Is you know trying to get back his dominance because and not giving Ohio State confidence because they won in 23. Is this going to be the first year that they play two years in a row? And how do they get seated in the playoffs, even though they're both probably going to be in? How do they get seated in the playoffs? Does one get the bye week? And I just think there's going to be so much into that game. Um, yeah. I think that's gonna be it. and and then if you're right and they do fire Ryan Day, there's still a lot into it because that first year head coach has to beat Michigan in his first year. Yeah. So and, and that's asking
1: a lot. That's a that's a tall task after four yeah. years in a row.
0: There's no way to look at this where the 24 Michigan Ohio State game is not interesting, yeah, in my opinion.
1: All right. Uh so my number two game is going to be OSU USC in twenty twenty five. Um that's the first time they meet up, right? Yep. And that's why it's the first time it'll be the it's the first time OSU, the biggest name in the Big Ten, is going to go up against the new guy who's the biggest name from his whole conference cuz yeah USC is the big yeah, the biggest name from its old conference. And I, I mean it's self-explanatory. It's probably the most anticipated game from this new uh from the new teams coming into the uh the Big Ten
0: yeah i I agree (laughs) that's pretty Um, self-explanatory i'll have more on that in a second that's my number one game there's no hiding that um Mm -hmm. i'll have more on that in a second but i mean it's that number one game is your number three game yeah like i can't Mm -hmm. be mad at you like i mean yeah so um, anything else on that one or you want me to do mine
1: no, yeah, you go on US. Like, like I said, my it's pretty self-explanatory. It's the most anticipated game since the announcement that USC and UCLA was coming into the conference.
0: Yeah. So my number two game is Michigan USC. Mm-hmm. I mean it's, it's, what was Michigan USC for you? Michigan Dude.
1: USC okay. was free. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. self-explanatory. I mean, what do we gotta say? Like Michigan is the big dog in the conference, right? And I feel like I keep repeating myself, but it's true. Mm-hmm. USC has to prove itself. They they have have to play Ohio State. They have to play Penn State. They have to play Michigan. And they have to show that we can play in this conference. Or they're going to learn very quickly because of the benefit of the two-year thing that they're doing is that you play every team in two years. What if they go 0-4
1: Oh, what three. if they go zero three or zero four?
0: No, because you have to. It could be more more than that because they t- they still have Penn State to start the year. To well, so the zero and three would the three is Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. The four would be Wisconsin. But I meant zero three. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I guess yeah. you can throw Wisconsin there. But I meant the three big powers in the East. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Where if they go? Zero three. And and technically, it would be zero four because they're going to play Penn State twice because Penn State is one of the two play p- opponents. What Absolutely. if in their first two year in the conference they don't beat Ohio State, Penn State, or Michigan, and the four games between the two of them, right? right. Like it's that possible? I mean, it is right again. Mm-hmm. Like they can't beat Utah, and I mean, it was a hell of a game. But Ohio State, without all of their starters, beat Utah in the Rose Bowl last year. Yeah. So after they dominated USC, like.
1: And again, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, and Wisconsin play like Utah, or at least definitely can. Right. And And then throw the ball on you. At least. Michigan and Ohio State can will throw the ball on you too.
0: Like Michigan is just better Utah <laughs> like, <laughs> But hard. Oh, I mean, they, so, they got two Utah running backs while you know Utah might have one and a half. So and and, and so again, like, it's just really just not much to say about it. Uniforms, yeah. all of that's going to be good. Classic game, history, all that other kind of stuff. But ultimately, the USC. What are the you? Test.
1: It's just fun. It's the it's the test for uh for
0: USC. You know, Michigan season. is Michigan has made the playoff two years in a row. Lincoln really? Riley hasn't made the playoff recently. He's going to try to do it this year with um, USC, but like we don't know if that's going to happen. And I, I, I would honestly venture that it's not. It, if you ask it. I don't know.
1: I think he's still going to lose to Washington or, or...
0: Do you, you, do you, you know, what I'm saying? Or like, <laughs> you know, what it's like we're like, on the same page there. <laughs> so, it's, um, so yeah, I think he's going to have a lot of proof, and it's Michigan who's uh, yeah. at at current the best team in the conference one of the best teams in the country and unless there's just this crazy fall off because jj and blake quorum not going to be there actually they should we haven't talked about this they're going to lose jj blake and donovan all this year and they've been able to sustain they've been yeah. able to sustain Losing good players on the defense, but we haven't seen them see mm-hmm. the offense. So and that's going to be interesting. But, that, but that'll it. be that'll be what this
1: year is all about. We'll, we'll be seeing we'll be seeing a lot of especially at running back. We'll be seeing a, a, a few people that that could possibly be the starter for next year. I don't, sure. If we'll he was run, you, you, the
0: start of, <laughs> the start of season, you can start the season doing that. Okay. All right. Maybe. I'm. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know no. how many times. And, then you, I'm and again, if I, mean, I, got... I think
1: if I'm not mistaken, I think you said Michigan got an easy, easy, easy schedule. Oh yeah, yeah, they did. So we might. We the only time we probably won't see them is Penn State, Michigan State, and Ohio State. Other than that, we'll probably see them.
0: Okay. Yeah. You're right. I yeah. don't know how many times I would give the ball to anyone else when I had Blake play Corman Donovan. Very time.
1: true, very true. But like
0: <laughs> if I have a 21 to 28 point lead in the state, yeah, course, you're right. That's fair. Not? You're <laughs> right. You're right. So yeah, a lot of a lot of intrigue in that one. Mm-hmm. Um okay, number nice. one. And not my number one is your number three, which is
1: Ohio State, Michigan. And the reason is for everything we said. At, for you to number three, I think it makes it the most entertaining game for me because of all the potential different stories that could line up. Will Will OSU be going into its uh, possible fourth loss in a row? Will Michigan be Will Michigan be the big dog again for a fourth year in a row? Uh, will they let like that get to their head and come in a little sloppy and slip up? Will um or will OSU finally turn it around and then it's like all right, best four out of five in 2024 to start this new the this new era. And that's also it's the start of the new era. It's the game in the new era. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. I mean as we talked about it and as you talked about it I was like man there's really a case for this to be number 1. It's and the only reason and the only reason it wasn't my number 1 cuz realistically you're probably right it probably is. I I just it's the USC factor. I just want to see them against the two best teams. Yeah. I and like We see Ohio. It's just we see Ohio. Even though it's the better game and it's going to have the bigger stakes and all of that kind of stuff, we see that every year. So it's not that the game is any less important because we just listed all the reasons that it's going to be important. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking about the games I'm most excited for, I'm most excited to see USC play Ohio State in Michigan. And, okay. And that's
1: fair. And But the only reason why I, I can't put – those games ahead of the of Ohio State Michigan game is because I've seen UFC play tough. Teams. <laughs> yeah. While UFC, again, we've said it, USC has a great name, but they really haven't lived up to it for the
0: past few years. And, and I
1: can say almost the past decade. I mean, so,
0: it's absolutely the past decade because they've had really bad coaches recently. Mm-hmm. Um, like really, really bad coaching. I and all of that's fair. There's a, a huge even with again with Lee and Riley, those big games. He's either it's either like a
1: we made it out of there, or, or it's like wow, it, it don't matter. It's like, yeah, you, you go up it, it, again, Lee and Riley did it in Oklahoma.
0: You're really really good, but then you see a good team and you're like,
1: man, you get you get
0: stomped out. Huh? <laughs> So here's the thing, though. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make a case of why yeah. I think this makes the USC stuff even more interesting, right? Okay. So the Michigan game is in 24. The Ohio State game is in 25. Yeah. Right. We just talked about what if they go 0 and 4. Right. Right. So let's say that me and you are right because it's what he's done his entire career. He doesn't make the playoffs. Right. So this is going to be his 3rd been Heisman-winning quarterback or fourth. That he never makes the – well, okay, that's – some of them he's made the playoffs with. But third or fourth has been winning quarterback that he didn't win the championship with. It's going to be his second or third that he didn't even make the playoffs with. Right. And he goes 0-4 against Ohio State in in Penn State. You you think he'd be there for the Ohio State game? I think think he'd be there in 25, (laughs) but is he there in 26? Well, no, in 26
1: probably not, I'm, but that would be my thing. Do you think – I don't think he'll beat her for the Ohio State game if he loses to Michigan and Penn State and they don't make the playoffs.
0: I don't think they'll fire him that quick. I, like, That'd be his fifth year? For, last year was his first year, right?
1: I yeah, last was year was his year. first
0: year. I thought that was his second mm-hmm. year last year. No, because who would his quarterback have been? Is this his... Is if, this is his
1: if this is his second year, then scratch everything I'm saying. The hell I don't remember.
0: No, 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 no. This is his first year because okay, you know because yeah. time be fake. So it, yeah, it, you. I this wouldn't is, be surprised he, if you went. This is his third year at <laughs> <So> I, <laughs> Yeah. No, no, no. Last year was his first year. Okay. I because mean, it was yeah, also the I, it was the first year with Brent Venables at Oklahoma, and oh, okay. and it was yeah, the, yeah, it was the first year with um uh Brian Kelly at LSU. So yeah, yeah. Last yeah, yeah. last year yeah. was the first year. Okay. So. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2025 be would be the fourth would be his fourth year, and at that point, that's two years that's potentially, yeah. two years no playoffs with Caleb Williams, um, and 0 and four against Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan because mm-hmm. you played Penn State twice. twice. If if he's not if he doesn't end up being like 11, like I don't know because if, be, if he doesn't if he goes 0 and four, that means at best he's 10 and two in both of those years. Yeah, they might still keep him around. Game. Actually, well, yeah, if he's ten and two and he beats yeah. Wisconsin and some of the other ones, but yeah. that's saying he beats Wisconsin and some Wisconsin of the other ones. On the other ones. Yeah. Um,
1: I think he might stay around for. I think they might keep him around if they go nine and three two, especially if he has a candidate for for Heisman, even if they are going nine and three. Right. Like if you I mean, have somebody who's in the who's in the running or it's named in the hat for right. a while, and then you lose those two or three games, he'll probably still be.
0: And yeah. I, would, I would probably agree with that because that's still better than what they've been recently, but yeah. you don't know what their expectations are and the new big 10, because you know what their expectations are with hiring Lincoln Riley. But as I've said, and as Chris said, says more than me lincoln Mm. riley's a fraud (laughs) like um, (laughs) i think that all of the accolades that lincoln riley gets most of them should be given to ryan day the difference is lincoln riley's quarterbacks win the heisman and some of the time they win the heisman because of their attached to lincoln riley's name because um I mean, not, maybe not this year, but, like, the, well, uh, uh, there's a couple of Ohio State quarterbacks. Like, C.J. Stroud should have won the high – they gave it to Bryce. It doesn't matter. None of that really matters. That's not the point. Ultimately, if you really talk about quarterback gurus and whispers and things like that, I think that actually goes to Ryan Day. Caleb Williams is the first quarterback that Lincoln Riley has taken from a recruit to the top. Yeah. Most of his good quarterbacks were transfers. They were one-year rentals. And except for Jalen Hurts, they haven't been great in the league. And again, Ryan Day has had less time, so we don't know what he looks like in the league. But the reports, I mean, Dwayne Haskins wasn't good, but Justin Fields got better and better. Uh, I don't last think year. Any, my think is and with Dwayne he,
1: Haskins. I feel like that he was put into a situation where he was gonna fail. He was drive. gonna fail, right. Getting so drafted do not I f I don't I don't care as long as uh, what's the name owns that team, getting drafted to that team is a death sentence. I yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah. um, but like if Justin Fields has a great year this year and CJ Stroud shows promise, say he wins rookie of the year, that's potentially two good starters for Ryan Day and, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I, th- I think that some of the Lincoln Riley stuff is uh, inflated. I I don't know that all of that is actually what, what people s- seem to think that it is. And we've, again, as we've said multiple times, we've seen what he's done in big moments. We've seen what he's done when he has made the playoffs. We've seen yeah. what he's done in Pac-12 championship games when they should have made it, and they didn't. So mm, That's very uh, true. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so my my number one is Ohio State-USC for all the things that we've talked about, the, the Ryan Day-Lincoln-Riley thing, the quarterbacks, the high explosive offenses, like, I, and ultimately, like, like I've already said, you know, Ohio state Michigan's probably the right answer, but the USC factor, the first time playing them, they're getting USC at home. It's just, even if it's not, even if it's not the best game, even if it's, there's a chance for a major bus factor in Ohio state dogs them, and all that other kind of stuff, it's still the game that I'm most excited to watch because it's a game in the future. And it's a Definitely. game against teams that we don't typically see, Yeah. Um yeah, I mean it's just that's the
1: one thing that scares me about that game is that this should be a high scoring game and then it could turn out to be like something just one sided and that that'd be sad.
0: Yeah. And a lot of it a lot of it's gonna depend on what Ohio State's defense looks like then. Yeah, right. Because if they don't have a defense that's Even if they too, do, they'll they'll
1: probably in and knowing Ohio State, depending on if, if if their defense is iffy, depending on the time of the year the game is, it could be it could be stifling against them because they decided to play passing defense, or they were only good at running for that week or two and, and just give up bomb after bomb. And I've yeah. seen the past, especially the past two years, it's been flippy floppy on what the defense was good at for Ohio State.
0: Yeah, and I think one of the interesting things about it is that's going to be the fourth year of Jim Knowles, and if Jim Knowles lives up to the hype, Ohio State could have the best defense in the country, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or Jim Knowles could have not lived up to the hype, and that could be the game that gets him fired. I I just think like there may be more storylines with Michigan and the rivalry and things like that, but it's Ohio State. USC game. I, if, Especially if that if,
1: first one, there's gonna be so much to that. If it's not the Ohio, if uh, um, let's see, you said if that game doesn't get you know as far, as if they lose that game, it'd be a losing to a Michigan, game, and it'd be losing through the running game again. Because if you get beat the same way from that same team four out of five times,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's gonna. Be- I would let you go. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be very interesting. Yeah. Um, so that is that is our top ten games. We're coming in even after wasting fifteen minutes. We're coming in way shorter, like twenty minutes shorter than what we normally do. So we'll take that. Damn, this could um, have barely been an hour if we were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh so yeah, let us let us know what you all think. Let us know if we missed any games, if there's some games that you all are excited for or how mm-hmm. you rank your top ten games. Uh as always, you know, we always love any sort of engagement. Ooh, we should do a top ten sickos. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. That could that, that's a good episode to throw in there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're gonna have to do I don't know when, but we're gonna have to do that really soon. Yeah. I mean, maybe as soon as next week if we don't have things to talk about. But fair enough. Um yeah, we got to do our top ten sickos. We have to rank our coaches. We have to start. Yeah, no, oh, we got some. We got some things waiting for y'all. Uh, there's a there's a certain sect of people who listen to this podcast that just got excited when you said (laughs)
1: those are
0: those are people we always got somebody giving us their sicko game every week i love that (laughs) yeah those are those are people after my own heart we 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 don't play favorites here but we might love you the most (laughs) um all right so as always thank you for uh hanging out with us this time um, we'll give you 20 minutes of your day back that we don't normally give you. And <laughs> we will see you next week. It will either be Sunday or Monday, Monday or Tuesday. I'm traveling next week. So it just depends on what time, when I get Oh, uh, and then next la- next Monday is Father's Day. So yeah. Sunday's, Sundays Father's Day. Mm-hmm, next Sunday. And then Monday is Juneteenth. Holy shoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a tough one. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. going to be a tough one. Well, we'll, have to, we'll have to talk about that. If we do something like the Sickos one, we could just record like tomorrow or Tuesday and just do it early. True. I we'll, talk it. About, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it all Anyway, thank you all for listening. We will see you some point next week. Okay. And happy early Father's Day to all the fathers. We're typically yes. late on holidays. Happy yes. early Father's Day to all the fathers. Uh, hopefully you listened and, you know, someone bought you a grill or, or something that we talked about a something. couple of weeks ago. Um, uh, and then happy Juneteenth to all yes. my people. Happy and Juneteenth. we'll see you next week.